Enter one and all, past the cloudy door, where wonderful things will happen that the world has never seen before. In Dexter's laboratory lives the dopest nerd you've ever seen. One day he smoked some cannabis and had a dream. What if he could sesh with fandom's best? In Dexter's Dab. Greetings, Nakama. Happy Juneteenth, or late Juneteenth, as I should say. And welcome back to another episode of the Nerdy Stoner Podcast with your favorite huggable stoner, Dexter, aka Stash Tokum, aka The Puffin Man, aka The Nuggy Professor a.k.a. the Soul Reefer, and a.k.a. the King of Strains. I hope you all are having a fantastic day and an even more fantastic Juneteenth, or had, I should say again. Uh, Yeah, I meant to release this yesterday, but, you know, still recovering from Awesome Con and got behind on some stuff. But, hey, I'm here now. And because Juneteenth just passed, I, you know, thought it would be fitting to choose one of the best black characters to ever be created. I mean, he's a king, a father, and even an Avenger. Yes, that's right, friends. Today, we have the leader of the nation of Wakanda themselves. Excuse me. Our guest today is the legendary T'Challa, a.k.a. the Black Panther. Before we begin, I need to say something. I'm honestly not I'm honestly only familiar with the MCU version of T'Challa played by the late great Chadwick Boseman. I always knew about the character and knew that he existed, but not much about his origin or Wakanda for that matter, honestly. Um I I know that Marvel has taken liberties and changed a lot for the sake of redacting the stories for the big screen but that doesn't mean that we haven't gotten some words of wisdom from this version so for today's episode yeah um that's where i'll be deriving my quotes from the mcu knows whether you knew about black panther before or after the movies uh we were all continents when we lost chadwick R.I.P. man. A quick TLDR for those of you who somehow don't know who this legendary character is by now. King T'Challa, son of King T'Chaka, is the Black Panther, leader and protector of the fictional nation of Wakanda. Now, Wakanda is one of the most technologically advanced places on Earth in both the MCU and the comic books. Like, people are always trying to get their hands on vibranium, like, and, you know, just that fucking valuable. It's one of the most powerful, durable, and versatile substances in the world, and is what has helped Wakanda and its people advance and create so much. I mean, it's in their clothes, medicine, even the food they grow. (laughs) <laughs> um, it's truly a miracle and has often been 
compared to black culture itself and how everyone wants a piece of it but cares nothing about the people who are responsible for it message now when searching for a strain to smoke with our king i was a little surprised to find that there is in fact a strain from wakanda well not from wakanda but it does share a name with the motherland today we are smoking on some wakanda og by hoosier farms in california now leafly states that wakanda og is a cross between original gorilla glue or gorilla glue number four as it's more commonly known og kush and cookies that provides a powerful and balanced body high that hits quickly and will have you feeling nice and relaxed it's skunky and slightly sweet smell with a thick and earthy type of smoke come from the dominant terpenes of caryophyllene, limonene, and pinene. Needless to say, this will be a strain to remember and is certainly good for a game. And what better place to smoke some, uh, to smoke a Wakanda strain than Wakanda itself? The answer is not. There is no better place. Um, yeah, actually, now that I think about it, I kind of wonder what would happen if somehow somebody tried to grow some fire shit in the motherland. Like, how would vibranium affect the growth of cannabis? That'd be some shit. Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sure many of you can guess why I chose Wakanda. Not just because, you know, that's where the strain's named after. It is obviously just a beautiful place with beautiful people, and I just want to experience it as much as I can. The thought of just being able to walk around and see all the black joy and happiness is amazing. And let's not forget about all the tech. <laughs> I know what we saw in the movies is only scratching the surface of what vibranium can do, and I would love to see more. I you know, put up a science guy if you hadn't noticed. And it will be even better to have Chala himself as my personal tour guide. Through, you know, all of it. He can tell me more about Wakanda's history while we check out local shops, try out the awesome street foods, and, of course, you know, as we walk, talk, eat, and even fly, because, you know, gotta get a riding that dope-ass ship, he, you know, has some kingly advice to offer, since he has both seen and done a lot in his life. Now, like I said in my Soul Squad episode, Earth is a mess, y'all. Things are changing a lot, and the older generation can't really handle it, and they're the ones that are really fucking things up um they see it as a crisis and are doing everything in their power to stop it and it's makes no sense to me i I don't i mean yeah i don't get it but chala has been through many a crisis himself during you know the mc movies and in the comic books from losing his father in civil war to being snapped in infinity war 
all that and he is really good man he wants to help i don't get me wrong he needed his own movie to get there but the important thing is he did he realized that in times of crisis the wise build bridges while the foolish build barriers the changes i mentioned earlier have no need for being called a crisis honestly but i understand how it can be scary i mean change in itself is it's scary but maybe instead of trying to eradicate someone from being trans you could try to understand them and see that they aren't what you have been brainwashed into thinking and speaking of unlearning behavior the wakandans have a special connection with their people who have passed in fact the black panther themselves has a special connection with the previous mantle holders and can even talk to them the thing about the people who came before us is that even though they thought their ways were right you know they were wrong in some areas i I like to think of the scene when T'Challa is talking to his father in the ancestral plane for the second time as a metaphor for breaking generational curses. Told him and the rest of the ancestors and the rest of the ancestors about themselves. He said, "You were wrong. All of you were wrong to turn your backs on the rest of the world." He let the fear of discovery stop us from doing what is right. No more. That moment right there, he chose to break the cycle. Now, I know there's been a lot of talk online about breaking generational curses for a while now, and some of you may be thinking, like, why you? Like, why do you have to be the one to do it? Well, why not? It's got to start somewhere, so why not with you? I mean, we already realized the cycle is toxic and needs to be broken, so why not break it? Like, I know it's hard and might even seem pointless at times, but I promise you the generation after you is watching and will thank you when they are older. You can be the example that that change is possible and worth it. Marvel has recently been delving into the multiverse. And as such, we were blessed with an alternate timeline to T'Challa that allowed us to hear Chadwick's voice again. And this T'Challa is something else. He is a serious force for good throughout the whole galaxy. Everyone loves him, and he even stopped Thanos' genocide by using talk no jutsu. <laughs> like, it's, he's, he's just amazing. Now he even works for T'Challa. Like, he's the better star of the bird. I'm just saying. Now, especially because whenever he finds something new on an adventure, he thinks of the good he can possibly do. No treasure is worth as much as the good that can be done with it. We have made many, many discoveries on this planet, especially when it comes to medicine. 
yet the ones in power find ways to keep it out of the hands of those who need it most, all in the name of profit. And it honestly needs to stop. Even when it comes to cannabis, like the rich are finding ways to control it and keep it out of the hands of those who pave the way to be where it is. Uh, I'll touch more on that in part three of my industry series and how basically these companies are screwing you over as people. But that's that's another time. Basically, we we have a lot of ways to help a lot of people on this planet and there's really no reason that we shouldn't like bad than that there is when we're all winning then I don't know <laughs> trying to think of a metaphor off the top of my head yeah I don't know but we should just we everybody deserves to be happy that's just yeah just leave it at that <laughs> We were introduced to another version of T'Challa during Marvel's What If series. This comes from a timeline where Killmonger took a different route to capture the throne of Wakanda. And in this one, he was able to not only do that, but kill T'Challa along the way. And y'all, if any of you haven't seen any of this yet, like you've had time, so yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he killed him. But eventually, he finds himself in the actual plane like he did in the movie. But instead, this time, he's greeted by his slain cousin instead of his father. And T'Challa says to him, Power, unearned, can be a volatile force. It'll get the best of you eventually. And it did. Eventually, the people realized how corrupted he was and he fought back the same is happening now all over the world the people are realizing that the ones in charge shouldn't be and they're finding ways to fight back slowly but surely things are changing unfortunately a lot of people are still getting hurt in the process but we're not going to let them get hurt again and we're also not going down without a fight because, well, T'Challa wouldn't. And he didn't. He needed to chat with. And with that, my friends, our time in Wakanda is done here. Well, for now. There may be a character or two I want to come back and visit, but well, yeah, we'll save that for a future episode. Uh, but if you haven't already, make sure you check out my previous episode where I got to interview my friend Melanie, a.k.a. Chibi Wolf. We had a blast talking about anime, video games, weed, her band, what she's doing, and just a bunch of awesome stuff. Um, yeah, make sure you go check her out, follow her. Um, all the info's there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, this past Saturday, I was at Awesome Con. That was so much fun. I hadn't been in, I don't even know how long, but I had an absolute blast. I got to interview so many awesome people, meet some homies from online and real life for the first time, and see some great celebrity panels. Like, 
Chris Eccleston, Elijah Wood, Andy Circus, and Sean Aust- Sean Aston. Like it was, it was great. Um, yeah. And honestly, I can't wait for Blurcon since I'll be able to do and see a lot more during that one. Um, but yeah, be sure to look out for said interviews on my IG and YouTube at Nerdy Stoner Pod. Um, also probably TikTok. Yes, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, until then, my friends, as always, make sure you meditate, medicate, hydrate. And be great. And of course, Wakanda forever. Bye.